Back in the 90s, three students met and studied hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they left college and life happened. Now they're back together for your entertainment. This is 3Go Podcasting. We're back. It's episode 42. 42 of 3Go Podcasting this week. Uh, it's Richard, Ian and Jason, as always. Who else would it be? Um, how are we, chaps? Have you had a good week? Not bad. Not bad. Lots of chocolate. Yeah. With it being Easter. Absolutely. So excessive amounts of chocolate. Um, so, yeah, not bad. It's, it's been blooming cold, though. Can't believe we had snow here yesterday. So, you know what, um, What's that all about? So... Of course, now we can have, like, you know, I, I don't know what the rules are, but you can have people in your garden. I don't know how many yes. or how close yeah. you can be or whatever else. Um, so we had some relatives around on Easter Monday. Yeah, Easter Monday for barbecue. Um, and it bloody snowed. I couldn't believe yeah. <laughs> sitting outside eating food in the snow, thinking how British nice. it is. We're gonna, we've said we're going to have a barbecue, so we're going to have a barbecue. It doesn't matter that it's snowing and it's minus five. Um, but then all of a sudden we were eating a burger, and then two minutes later it was bright sunshine. Snow, yeah, something just ridiculous. It was like all the weather in ten minutes. But anyway, did that snow put the flames out of the barbecue that we'd obviously no, overstocked with charcoal? Oh no, because we like put you know enough charcoal on there. So, you know, could have had a, a guy fork sized bonfire going in there. It was enough <laughs> of it. And, and the thing is, as usual, we put all the stuff on. We cooked like eight sausages and a burger, and that was it. Um, so it, it oh. spent three hours burning out. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Ian, have you overindulged this week with chocolate in in the snow? No, I'm sorry, I've, I've emigrated. I've, I've decided I don't like this country anymore, so uh, I've moved to the USA. Oh, okay. Uh... <laughs> I wonder what those tears were in the, in the uh, general public this week. I'm not, I'm not sure it was your choice. It's probably the country was... voted for you to emigrate. We <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't really have a say in it. It's not very nice, is it? Dear me, I tell you. Uh, so, no, I was I've just adamantly listening to the two of you just uh, reminiscing about barbecues at the weekend and stuff. I've been trapped doing DIY. It's just horrendous. Oh. God, Ooh, yeah, uh, what have you been horrendous. building? What have you been building or trying to build or failing to build? Building, whatever. failing to build everything, and uh, just paint, just painting basically, which is just oh, horrid. It's the worst. It's the worst ever. Painting is the worst because you see these videos where people get their brush and they they and, it, and they make it look so easy. It looks nothing like that. You know, the <laughs> middle of the wall is easy to do. The top and the bottoms is just a nightmare. And even with tape or these special gadgets, it just looks crap at the end of it. I, it's just nonsense to say it was easy to do. It's just you know you get this like the, the kind of the tape and stuff. And they, like I bought this, I bought the old uh, the frog tape, which you know oh, yeah. is, uh, other tapes are available, obviously. Of course. Uh, but you know, it's the stuff that's supposed to, you know, not let the paint bleed over it, and it doesn't work very well. It does. It really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but you're not meant to paint the tape. You're meant to try and avoid it. It's only if you actually well, do go over. <laughs> yes, I know that. But that, but but, that relies know. that relies on you being able to put the tape on straight in the first place. That's the fatal flaw yep. in this. Is if you're cack handed at everything like I am, the <laughs> yeah, idea you can put the tape on in a perfectly straight line is just nonsense. It doesn't work like that, does it? 
So it just looks yeah. crap. But you've got a crap you've got a crap line at the bottom rather than having you know a wood. So you you still got a crap line. It's just in the right. It's just not on the wood because uh, it's not yeah. straight or anything. It's just nonsense anyway. Um, okay. So, so anyway, loving loving the thought of your barbecues. I really wish I'd been there, but uh, yeah, sadly. No. Well, you could have joined us in the snow for a half half cooked burger and um, some potato, potato salad. I mean, what what more could you want? Such Sounds an Easter glorious, Easter feeling. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I have also come to an unpopular conclusion this week. Having eaten, is I don't like cream eggs anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, how many did you like have to get to that point? I've only had two this year, but oh. I've just realised that mm. I really don't like them. I bit into, I just thought, oh, I don't want this, and threw it. I threw it half eaten into the bin. Wow. No, I better keep my voice down because do I could get beaten up by the family at this point because I threw one away. But <laughs> I just realised if it's really not very nice. I mean, I've got a sweet tooth. I love chocolate and sweet stuff, but that is just so much sugar in in one bite, yeah. and it's just sort of like yeah. I don't want that anymore. But it's, yeah, it's you know, fondant, do either of you, you when you have um, when you have cream eggs and stuff? You know, what's your method of eating a cream egg? But how do you? I tend do to it? open my mouth, place it in my yeah. mouth, and then close and chew. Yeah. That's how I tend to well, eat. Whole. <laughs> no, 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 half at a time. Oh, okay. Bite the okay. top off, get the finger in. Oh, what about the egg? What about the egg? Like to, yeah. <laughs> I knew on, as soon as I said that, I probably needed explaining. Scoop the innards out and then pop the chocolate so in. Did, yeah. So they're never so slightly wrong, yeah. I have yes, to say, yeah. Jason, I'll just point out that, so when we do this podcast, okay, we're recording this, I can see Ian and Jason uh, on, a, on a video call. Um, Jason's doing the hand movements. I mean, it doesn't work on a podcast. No one can see it apart from us. And no one listening has <laughs> got any idea that you're desperately trying to show what you were talking about. It's just, yeah. It just doesn't work. You feel better. Yeah, let me yeah. describe mine. I, I bite the top off and then tongue it. <laughs> uh, we've okay, rapidly gone right. into 18 rated territory yeah, so again yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fantastic fantastic okay so that's um yeah so easter's done gone gone for another year um what's the next random made-up holiday which we can get stuff in the shops for it must be some uh, there's no other holidays coming up are there maybbank you know holiday really disturbed beginning yeah, of may maybbank yeah, holiday yeah, get stuff you know in the shops really that, dis- disturbing about easter no, uh, no, don't you don't I, get stuff you know, in the shops. Well, no, alcohol, I left it really, just to enjoy the weekend. <laughs> yeah, good point. Well, yeah, no, I left it really, really late to buy Easter eggs this year, and I couldn't believe that on Easter Saturday, I literally just could not find an egg anywhere. Really, I really? Shopped, yeah, I literally, I went round about five or six supermarkets, not one single Easter egg in stock. They probably got their Christmas totally sold stock out. out. That's <laughs> yeah, why. It's behind the Christmas cards. That's why. Yeah. Um, oh, I see. Because really yeah. I went to our local supermarket and there was like there were pallets full of the damn things. There was you know they couldn't mm. move for Easter eggs and I went there. But yeah, okay, right. fair enough. Um, okay, so that's good news. Easter's done. Um, you won't be surprised to know that I have a few. Uh, well, I have at least one nomination this week. Here's what's been making us feel old this week. This is really bad this week. So last few weeks, it's been albums that have come out or anniversaries of shows and stuff. But I just saw something on the internet this week that says, if you think about it, today's kids, okay, are talking about the 1990s in the same way that we talked about the 1960s when we were living through the 1990s. How bad is that? (laughs) How bad is that? Is just so bad on a level I can't even explain. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've got one this week. Oh, you've got the game. What's been making you feel old, Ian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just I happened to see right. a Mr. 
Craig David. Craig David. Craig David. Yeah. Uh, Craig David. Uh, and it is uh, 21 years since the album Born to Do It came oh, out. Really? God, is it really? Yeah. How? Yeah. 21 years? Yeah. God, really? Well, so, I can match that. Cause that's on the bad, radio. though, because I, I, th- I still think of Craig David as being quite new on the scene. So he's one of, the yeah. young, <laughs> one of those young cultural references you can you know, go on the back of. But clearly, he's just really old as well. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good. No, but still, I can uh, match that, Ian. I can match that. On okay. the Radio 2 this week, I was listening to it, and they played Reach for the Stars by S Club Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Good song. Again, 21 years no, old. Is it? Yes. God. Yes. Scary. Yeah, no. Very scary. Now, oh, no. on Radio Old, here's <laughs> S Club 7 and I was, Reach. I was looking through my... Um, so a couple of years ago, I put all of my CDs... I transferred onto a hard drive because I thought I'm never going to use them on CD again. So I was going through and thinking about, you know, looking, and I realised all of the all of the music that I think of as being new, none of it is newer than ten or twelve years. I haven't bought any songs for that long. If I have, I bought them. No, Um, so everything I think of as new is actually at least ten years old now, which is really quite embarrassing. Because how long has streaming sites? I was going to say how long has like how long has Spotify and um, Deezer and that been going for? Because Oh, you know, I, I, I'll know. be honest, I was a late developer with them because I was one of these people like, I've got to go out and continue to buy albums. I'm not paying that sort of money. And then I thought, well, no, actually, I could pay a month subscription for an album and listen to about 50 different albums that, in that month. Why, why, yeah, why you am don't I not doing own this? it, do you? You haven't got anything no. to don't have any tangible thing yeah, to put yeah. on it. I'm not that everyone puts CDs on shelves all in a box under the stairs or something. But <laughs> yeah, just the idea that if I'm paying out money, I want to physically own something. That's what I don't like yeah. about... You know, when you buy a, um, a film these days, you don't get a DVD or anything. You just you get it as a thing in an Amazon folder somewhere, and it's yeah. I actually I know I own it, but I sort of feel like of oh, what was that? My phone with the loudest ringtone in the world. Let's turn that off then. <laughs> um, nice. didn't, didn't even know What's it did that. Ringtone? Is that one of you? Because I only know four people. I was going to um, say, how can someone be contacting you? Sorry, you? can I just go off on a random rant here very quickly? Go on. About oh, six weeks ago, I was looking for a desk for one of the kids. Mm-hmm. And I made the mistake of going on to Wayfair. Oh, yeah. Oh, Have you yeah, ever been yeah, on that? And yeah. every five minutes now, I get, uh, this desk is calling your name. Or, look, desk's just in. No, mate, it's not just in. It's a desk that I looked at six weeks ago, which I decided not to buy, <laughs> which you now yeah. email me about on a 20-minute basis to tell me. Right, so I've turned the phone off. Sorry about that. That was Wayfair then, yeah? It was Wayfair, yeah. Um, the most incredibly annoying thing about that is the is not that anything that they sell or any alerts that they uh, they send you. It's the fact that Lorraine Kelly was uh, their initial advertiser, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that just put me off straight away. I was like, "That's it, no, I, I no, I'm buying, not buying anything Sorry, from there." Lorraine Kelly put you off buying furniture from a massive yep. national retailer. Yeah, yeah. Why? She doesn't make. She doesn't make it. She's not going to deliver it to your house or anything. Yeah. It's not, you're like, never going to meet like. her. Well, I know, and I'm, I'm glad to say that as well, but I just did, I'm sorry, <laughs> but she's just not somebody that I overly like. Okay, yeah. well. Are you like me? Now we've gone to Lorraine mm. Kelly, come on, we can't go, we can't leave there. I mean, I'm sure she's a lovely lady, but she's just everything that is wrong with daytime telly in terms of everything so nice and sweet. And it's yeah. like, oh, who are you? Oh, I'm a mass murderer. Oh, how lovely. Uh, how many people you killed? <laughs> you know, it's Tell like... All about yeah. it. who, who are you wearing? I'm with you on that one. Who are you wearing? My victim. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I, mean, I meant where's your coat from? That's oh, what I meant. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> right. 
Um, yeah, I really wasn't intending yeah. to talk about Lorraine Kelly on this week's podcast <laughs> at all, but sorry, my, my Wayfair rants kicked things off. Um, I have That's no it. idea. I can't remember what we were talking about before that. Um, furniture. Furniture. No, no, we weren't talking about that. I was talking... Alert. I talked about furniture. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> We've got to see no... It was literally like... I can't believe you were saying it was like four now, minutes ago. Since you... Since you... I don't know, but since you'd like gone to look for a desk, you're now getting bombarded with Wayfair, like... Propaganda. Basically. I don't know. I was only saying that because my phone went off. I was actually saying something else, and then my phone went off, and I went off on a rant about emails. The sad thing is, though, you're I... on the podcast, <laughs> oh, Richard. It's, it's, it's three go podcast. Who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> so I ask myself that every week. Um, the sad thing is, when I get a new, I don't know about you, but when I get a new notification, I get really excited, and then I just realise it's it's a marketing thing. I haven't actually had a proper message or an email from anyone for about two years. Um, yep. I must be due to do one it of those. It disappoints me when I open my email to the, the amount of junk that I have to delete is just unreal. Just because, you know, you, for everything that you sign up for nowadays, you have to. I have to make sure I click the box that says you can't sell on my details, which yeah. they blatantly ignore, and then sell it on to God knows how many people, and then you just get bombarded, don't you? I've got none of the emails that I receive. You, yeah, you've yeah. got to be careful though, because sometimes they say ticket if you. Do yeah, want to yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I'll leave it. So sometimes mm. you tick it and you think they're saying they're not going to send it, and actually you've ticked the fact you want them to send it to but, you. But it's, there is nothing. Mm, yeah. There's nothing more therapeutic than every three or four months spending an hour just unsubscribing from all of the emails you're on. <laughs> yeah. So I do that. It goes me about half an hour to go through all the random crap that I've signed up for in the last six months or so. But then I realise yeah, I go no. through two weeks of literally getting no emails because all I ever got was marketing emails. And then, then I start going onto websites and ticking the box again. So three months later, I have to delete all of that. But uh, the other I thing I'm getting now is all the, all the restaurants. The pain of doing it. I know it's fun. If you're bored for an hour, if you're on the train or something, just sit there and just go through and hit all the unsubscribe buttons. But all you're getting now is all the restaurants saying we we can't wait to see you outside in the snow to eat a meal next week when they open <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, Bring so my coat. Yeah, exactly. I'm just full of people saying, "Do you want to book a table?" So no, mate, I don't. If I did, I would have gone on your website and booked a table. But thanks for asking. Um, that's all we get at the moment. I have to unsubscribe. I'd quite like those. to go indoors if I could, but uh, you know, so no, that's another that month away. Yeah, so. is that the seventeenth of May? I think I'm going inside. Is it seventeenth? Is it? Oh, so good. I think from Monday the twelfth, I think you can eat outside. Yeah. So that's why everyone's yep. busily putting up marquees um, ah, okay. and stuff because you can yeah, eat yeah. outside uh, at a restaurant. And I think from the seventeenth of May at the moment is when you can eat inside. Um, okay. See now, the venues that have all these outside marquees, I do hope they're putting like patio heaters in and stuff. Are they? You know, because. That's like that's the right way to go about it, isn't it? I can at least it sit is. in comfort then. It is, but they've got no money, don't forget, because they've actually done no yeah, business. They've literally made no year. money for the last year, so they had to go and buy a massive marquee and heaters probably isn't high on their list of... Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, that I think they're also me, working on the fact that we're all so desperate to go out. Heat. I say, we're also desperate to go out, we'll just go and sit there in the cold. We don't matter about heaters. Normally <laughs> yeah. we would care about that sort of thing, but we're so desperate to go anywhere right now that I would yeah. frankly sit, and even if I had ice coming off my fingers, I would sit there and eat food because it's just something different than sitting at home. Yeah. So I think that's what they're banking yeah, on. No, I think that's what I'll, leave, leave you, I'll leave you to that, Rich. That's fine. I'll, I'll stay at home. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> good. I'm quite happy in my little hovel here. It's fine. In your little hovel there. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> It's not even his. It's not even your house, and you're describing it as a hovel. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? I'm just sitting here. I'm, you I'm just sitting here next to the girlfriend, and she just say, said to me, she said, you just called my house a hovel. Yeah, well, I'm bloody like, surprised. I mean, next week, he'll be doing it from the boot of his car when he's been kicked out <laughs> under a bridge somewhere. He'll be on his laptop trying to record the podcast. 
Um, actually, yeah, I think I think I might have made a bit of a faux pas there. I think I think yeah, actually, yeah, mate, I think it, it's, it's gone. It, it's gone beyond a faux pas when you describe your girlfriend's <laughs> house as a hovel when she's sitting next to you. At least we're not recording this part on the internet for millions of people to. Oh no, we are. Okay, okay, fair <laughs> Um Okay, so, did you say millions of people? I was, yeah. But I'm thinking that millions of people have the potential Wait, to thinking, find the podcast. Oh, Only 12 of yeah, them do. Potential, <laughs> 12 I'm of those people that, find it on a weekly basis. The rest could find it one day. They're just not looking I'm in glad the right you clarified. Place. Exactly. Okay, so um, this week, my, my wife decided to make the kids some pancakes for breakfast. Bit of a change. We don't normally do that. Got out the recipe, got all the stuff, flour. I need some. Um, Give it a little bit of a, a zing. We put some sweet spices in, you know, the sort of stuff you put in, like um, Christmassy cakes and those sorts of things. Got that in a pack mm. here. She goes, oh, do you think these will be all right to use? I said, well, probably. And she goes, mm, mm. check the Best Buy date. Yeah, mate, it says 2007. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, they should be all right, though, shouldn't they? Yeah, but oh, you know, it's not yeah. a use-by date, because use-by date's when you actually have to use it by. It's just advised that you, you know, so I would have thought that, even accepting that, they probably give yourself a couple of months grace after it's best before. Not not thirteen years or fourteen years. The fact that it's also half used means in that period of time, in fourteen years, we have literally only used half a packet of sweet mixed spices, which obviously shows how often we make things that require them. But actually, to be fair, sniffed it, put it in, tasted fine. Um, so it was good. But, but what's I, that second head you've just grown? Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure what that is. <laughs> It's all right though, because we then made a cake the day after, and we got the is it um, bicarbonate of soda? Is that? Is oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that had gone out by five years. <laughs> so, God. so we used it anyway. The worrying thing is, is that you know you recently within the, the last few months moved house, so you've actually moved this stuff like you packed it in a box, and then yeah. just you didn't look at it when you moved. You no, didn't go. To be fair, when I was uh, packing tins of stuff out of a out of a cupboard into a box. I wasn't checking the used by day on each every tin. I was like, oh, we're going in the morning. It's rather remiss of you, to be fair, Rich. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. So I'm just quite upset and also proud at the same time that we have something which is 13, 14 years past its sell by date. That, that is, is pretty... possibly the worst thing I've ever come across. But It does always seem yeah. to be cake-related stuff as well, because we had that the, the other week and we was doing one. I can't go anywhere near what you said, but I think ours was like 2017 or something like that. And it's yeah, it was one of those, you know, the toppings, the uh, hundreds of thousands you put on top of the cake. Yeah. And it was like, ah, yeah, probably won't put that Tell you what you always find. bacteria. So you always find. Do you ever do you ever come across the uh, the the pack of uh, dates, like <laughs> it's a big pack of dates, <laughs> where they're clearly out of date and they've solidified. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just, it's are you just, sure they were dates? You didn't get caught short. <laughs> oh dear, just absolutely horrendous. Like you know. I, I, Packs of those I've found over the years. Another ritual we have in our house is every every week or so we go through the fridge and throw away all of the things that have gone mouldy, which we opened at half of and thought we'll come back to that. So half a can of baked beans, half a can of spaghetti. We know at the time we only want half. And rather than just throw it in the bin at that point, because we know that's what's going to happen, we go, no, put it in the fridge and then we'll use it. And then a week later we just bin it because it's gone mouldy. So I think it's just every week now we just have a ritual clearing out of all the stuff in the fridge that we need to throw away. <laughs> Can you remind moldy. me when you invite us around for dinner at any point <laughs> never to come? 
yeah. Not that you'd invite us anyway, but do you know what I mean? I know you can we come, come in all our time. Come, in all our just... time together, we've never really been to his house for dinner, have we, Jay? We've never been invited. Well, to be fair, since we moved, since we moved here, we've been in lockdown for most of it. To be fair, so you weren't allowed. Oh, you're using that old nugget, are you? Well, it is actually true, but it's fine to come around. You can eat anything you want here, but if it came out of a can or it's got sweet spices in it, probably give it a miss because it's probably mouldy or gone out of, out of date by about five, 15 years or something. I love that oh, pea and ham soup. That's not that's tomato soup. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it is now. Okay. Um, so this week we also had April Fool's Day. I bloody hate April Fool's Day. Um, no, it's horrendous, isn't it? I actually fell for one, okay? I didn't oh, think did I would because normally, normally they're really obvious, but... I got. I wonder what that was. I got. I got home and my son had just come in from school and he goes, "Oh, Dan, I've got a school letter for you." So he got it out of his bag and handed it over to me. And I wasn't really paying attention. It was on like a proper school-headed notepaper and everything. And it basically said, because of the lockdown and all the impact on everything, we're extending the school term, and it's going to last an extra four weeks into the summer holidays. Okay. And I thought, oh, okay, because they've been talking about that on the news. They've actually been talking mm-hmm. about actually extending the school year for people to catch up. And it had all the details. It said, what we'll do is year five will do this, year six will do this, and then the school holidays will only run for two weeks. And I, I just put it down and go, oh, we're not bloody doing that. I booked and paid for a holiday, so you're not going to be... And he goes, oh, look at who signed it. And it was signed by A. Falls at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of problems with that. One, glad to see somebody at the school had enough time to actually write a proper letter and send it. <laughs> and also... They know damn well that the kids don't leave school till three o'clock, therefore it's after twelve o'clock, so therefore invalid joke. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so so I, I have to write yeah, a strongly can... worded letter, but I did fall for that. I got a bit upset because I just paid for the holiday and go, no, we're going on to the caravan park, whether you like it or not, say, you're going there because I paid the money for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yes, oh, well, yeah, well, that's, that's this year. I see what you're saying, yeah, because well, obviously next year is oh, yeah, something they're, 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 rather massive. Yeah, yeah, but they don't know yeah. about that, so let's not talk about that. No, no, no. no, no. Um, so I did fall for that one. Um, did you see what happened yeah. with Deliveroo in France? Did you see this? They did a... No. Um, so I think it was in Paris and a few other places. They, they sent all of their customers fake bills for like 380 quid, about 400 euros. And unsurprisingly, it went really bad and everyone kicked off about it and went on social media, snagging him off and phoning the police and stuff. So they had to then say, oh, no, no, it's all gone. No, it's just a joke. Don't worry about it. Who would have thought that sending people bills for 400 quid could go wrong? Who would have thought it? Oh, they really need to think this stuff through, don't they? This isn't the first time a company's been uh, done on uh, Twitter and stuff. Well, VW had a nightmare, didn't they? Did you see the one in America? Yes. With Volkswagen going all green. And then... They denied it was a, an April Fool's joke, and then it went really bad. They said, oh, no, it is a April Fool's joke, but it's gone wrong. And it wasn't even the 1st of April. So they did it early, <laughs> and then denied it was a joke, then had to admit it was a joke. And it's sort of, hmm, not sure about VW having a joke about, you know, things related to emissions was a particularly good idea for an April Fool's because that hasn't worked out well for them before, has it? So um, should have thought that one through. But, yeah, oh, didn't see any others, though, but they're, they're the only ones that I saw this week. Uh, I'm sure there were others. I don't know if you saw any of them. I saw one on. I saw one on a local paper about um, how Love Island <clears throat> was moving to an island on the River Medway. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's what <laughs> reminded me. It was April Fools. It was that bad. I actually forgot it was April Fools until I read that. So yeah. Well, see now you're saying about these sort of April Fools um, kind of jokes and stuff like that. What I'm wondering is, Rich, you know, um, what did the Sunday Sport kind of have to Ooh, go uh, on this well, week? I mean, and we'll come to the Sunday Sport uh, later on because I have a couple more excellent. classic headlines this week. Um, the thing about those is it's very difficult to know if it's if it's an April Fools joke or just a made up story. So it's very difficult to actually know if it's April <laughs> Fools 
or not. Um, what if they up their game? Do they up their game on April Fool's or? Because that that would be pretty. No, that's day they actually just fair. report truthful news. It's yeah, actually exactly. fact based, so you truthful. have to work. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> actual news. I think that's probably. Um, and it's not a new program, but I got very excited this week when I turned on Channel Five and came across Celebrity Five Go Caravanning, which oh. I think we may have talked about before on the podcast last year. But I've only just sort of watched it, and it just oh. whoever thought of this is genius. You get a caravan, mm. and you send Tony Blackburn. Todd Carty, yeah. Sonia, Colin Baker, and somebody else's name I've forgotten, on a caravanning holiday. Ah, and right. that's basically okay. the whole point of the show. Um, and it's an amazing bit. So, you know, like Tony Blackburn laughing at other people for basically crashing the caravan as they try and leave the caravan park and scraping the side of it. And the producer's going, oh, God, that's a 60 grand caravan. He's just driven it <laughs> into a wall. What's going on? Um, <laughs> but that seemed to be the purpose of the show, was to put five vague celebrities in a caravan and film them. And how long are they going away for? How long for? I only watched one episode. I think they go away for like a week or something. They're partly oh, in the okay. caravan. Uh, then they're in the static caravan. It's, but yeah, it was... Um, it's a random show, but it's just very Alan Partridge. You think, let's put five beaters <laughs> in home. a caravan and send them around Devon for a couple of weeks. I mean, they did one of the barges, wasn't they? They did Celebrity Five go barging as well. I think they've done that. What oh, really? Be, yeah. you know, what has the world come to where you know they sit around in planning meetings and go, oh, I know, this is a great idea. We all love this. The thing is, though, we all love it. What would be even better if they didn't tell them, because they obviously beat them in advance, if they didn't tell anybody who the other people were, because okay. you know, if imagine Todd Carty showing up, I mean, if, if Colin Baker walked around the room, I wouldn't know if it was him. He just is like, that Doctor uh, Who, Colin Baker? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And has he, it could has be he still anybody. got the blonde frizzy hair, or he's yeah, put yeah, on a lot of weight? Amazing. I know that much. Also, what's the chance that Colin Baker knows who Sonia is from her one song, nineteen eighty nine? You'll never stop me from loving you. <laughs> was that? Was that? Her, yeah. What was? That uh, was her. Oh, yeah, that was her yeah. big song, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just, it just, her only song, wasn't it? No, I think she did a B. She was a follow-up, wasn't there? It was a B oh, side okay. or something, but it wasn't very good. So that was my um, that was my celebrity watching this week. Celebrity Funko caravanning. So I need to dig that out on my five and watch the rest of it because it's just genius in terms of so it's car crashed. Well, quite literally in some cases, car crash TV. <laughs> um, caravan crash telly. <laughs> Tony Blackburn and Sonia in a caravan. It's just a, it's just genius. Oh, I love um, Tony Blackburn. He's great. He's brilliant. He is. Um, the other thing this week is I have definitely reached middle age because I got very excited at home because we bought some new tea towels. <laughs> I was overly excited by the pack of tea towels that appeared in the kitchen oh, <laughs> to the point where God. I thought, oh God, just, I've just found that just exciting. Well. That's the highlight of my days. We've got new tea towels. Oh my Lord. I just know. well. That Are is, they plain tea towels is, or oh, they're, patterns. they're really cool. I'll put a picture on the um, on Twitter. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Thanks. <laughs> Probably resemble some of my shirts from the 90s. I think they possibly are your shirts from the 90s. Okay. <laughs> recycled. Um, yeah, I use the hashtag new tea towels, um, just in case you're looking for okay. them. Um, Thanks. So the highlight of my week, yeah, it was getting some new tea towels, so I was very excited about that. Um, any mm. any similar middle-aged highlights of the week from you chaps, or does my tea towels top it off? I don't think we can off? beat that, to be fair, Rich. I, I don't think uh, that's humanly possible. I think tea towels really is <laughs> the lowest of the low. Uh, it's quite exciting. Um, I've bought a dartboard. A dartboard? 
And oh, I don't know. Hang on then. I, 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 no, let me take that back. Jay, I think you might have just done it. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just any old dartboard. This is an M&S. No, no. Um, this is a dartboard <laughs> on, on legs with a surround. So Because we were trying to work out where can we put a dartboard without damaging anywhere or throwing it when there's two small children running around. So we decided to get it on legs so it can go right up the other end of the garden. Okay, I might lose a few darts in a hedge, but that's fine. I can live with that. But yeah, so that's turning up next week and I can't wait to get it. I think, And I also bought the mat. Is it, uh, you know the mat where you can put the hockey down so oh, you yeah, yeah. know how far you have to stand back. Yes. So, so at the right, end of your so garden... it's an outdoor dartboard. Yeah. At the end of well, your garden, yeah, if you've got like a hedge or a fence or something, obviously your poor neighbour yes. sitting down to have a nice cup of tea in the garden <laughs> gets speed in the head by four. a wayward dart. Darts, yeah. However you shout when a dart goes flying. I don't think you yeah. shout four. I'm not sure <laughs> that's what you shout. I didn't actually hear that in the World Dart Championship, no. Maybe on the <laughs> golf course, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, very excited when I ordered that one. Indeed, sounds very exciting. We look forward to the tales of injury as your neighbours are carted away <laughs> yeah. with, with, with various darts sticking out of their head. Okay, we are roughly now halfway through this week's podcast. Time you all been waiting for We promise you won't feel the same as before Yes, he's ready to tell a bad joke It's a Jason's joke of the week What was Whitney Houston's favourite type of coordination? Hand eye Oh my god <laughs> Oh my god That is just... Unbelievably bad. <laughs> that is. Now, I must admit, before you do, I have a joke this week. Please, because um, can I just tell you a story before you do your joke? Yeah. Now, normally I tell a second joke from the um, from the uh, uh, well-known smart speaker, yeah? And uh, the smart speaker's gone on strike because I've actually um, tried to talk to the smart speaker today to get me a joke, and it just wouldn't respond so it's literally given up on me like so many other people have over the years so yeah please feel free to tell your so your joke uh, my wife has asked me to stop singing i'm a believer by the monkeys because she finds it annoying and it winds her up an awful lot okay at first i thought she was kidding but then i saw her face oh god <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's very good i like that <laughs> hang on i think it deserves so the church bell is. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was quite a funny monkeys-based joke, actually. I, I, I can't criticise either of you because I just can't tell a joke and I don't know any, so, you know, but they're just absolutely awful. Yeah, so, but to be fair, Ian, just opening your mouth, you normally make us laugh, so that's fine. Stroke, oh, of, stroke offend a lot of people. <laughs> um, if you have a joke you would like us to use on the podcast, you can email us. It's hello at threegopodcasting.com. Some podcasts spend hours researching their content. Some podcasts spend ages rehearsing so every episode sounds polished and professional. Well, good for them. Here, we talk nonsense, offer ill-informed opinions on stuff, and just blag it every week. And we wouldn't have it any other way. This is 3Go Podcasting. So halfway through the podcast then... Um I think it's time to possibly talk about some of the stories we found um, 
from our favourite newspaper again this week. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's my favourite part of the show. Is it? it? Is it really? Yeah, it is. I love these headlines. Right, so two absolute classics uh, this week. Um, first of all, I don't know if you remember last week, but we talked about the fact, or I talked about the fact that um, they were very excited that Prince Harry had joined the newspaper. <laughs> yes. And yep. he had joined the paper... Um, in a sort of truth ambassador top now role. Chief no, I'm afraid to say he's been sacked. So the headline is Prince <laughs> Harry sacked. Row over nipple count sees Royal lose plum Sunday sport job. I love that. The details, oh, for what it's worth, is... His royal wokeness, Prince Harry, has been sacked from his latest job at the Sunday Sport before he even got started. The ginger toff had been lined up to join the team here at Sport Towers as our new truth envoy. But a row over the role of our legendary nipple counter means he'll no longer be part of the elite team of journalistic superstars who craft this paper each week. Lengthy discussions with Harry's people broke down in the early hours of Thursday morning after they demanded the Duke of Sussex be given full reins of the nipple-counting job. <laughs> the thing is, they're playing with fire there because they sue anyone, <laughs> anything at the moment. So this could be quite bad for them. Right. Uh, the second favourite headline well. this week is just it Deliver Moo. Okay. Chancer oh, takes right. stolen cow door-to-door, offering untreated milk to shocked punters. Um, that could be true <laughs> and this is a Sunday sport exclusive um, uh, a burly small time crook faces being branded on the forehead after he was charged <laughs> under ancient cattle rustling laws Chancellor Terry Stokes <laughs> yeah, is not, technically in line for the medieval punishment after he nicked a cow for a door to door milk wheeze Stokes of Hollyhead Anglesey coaxed the cow into the back of his transit van whilst fly-tipping after reading about the craze for so-called raw milk. How do you coax a cow into the back of a transit van? (laughs) So, uh, more top stories from the Sunday Sport this week. So, uh, obviously, that's where the truth is happening. Well, I'm just mostly upset that... uh, Prince Harry has uh, lost another job. It's you know, I know, it's just, just just wrong, isn't it? I mean, he, you know, he's got a family to feed. He's got you know, mouths to feed. He's got security to pay for, and now he's not going to be working for the Sunday Sport. It's Go almost on. as if it's not true. Almost. No. <laughs> I know. Be I know. careful. Uh, what I, you know, say I know. There. I don't want risk a lawsuit yeah. from the Sunday Sport. Um, <laughs> Mind you, you know, uh, now that he's gone, there's even more chance of me getting hired. So all good. The chance is still just below Nafal, I think. Yeah. Um, okay, time for random stuff we found on the internet this week. Buckle up. It's time for more random crap we found on the internet. You just said that. I know. I don't know why I pushed the button to say that. Is a, a man with an American accent saying, I paid him to say it, so he might as well say it. Um, oh, yeah. Good tweet from Ryan Reynolds this week, you know, the American actor um, who got oh, yes. his COVID jab. Uh, picture of him, it just says, just finally got 5G. Which I thought was quite... <laughs> <laughs> Quite amusing. Um and Sam Quick, do you remember you know, off the telly? She I think she's one of the um wasn't she one of the hockey players, I think one of the medals oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um at the Olympics uh, a couple of years back. Um message saying, My friends have suggested we go camping after lockdown ends. So I spent this morning making a list of everything I need. Number one, new friends. Which I thought was quite, <laughs> quite amusing. Because frankly, <laughs> the idea of camping is not something that appeals to me. Um no. And this, if it's, if it, 
I'm, I'm assuming this is true, but if it is true, this has blown my mind already. In your house somewhere, you've probably got one of those standard wooden doors that you get in the UK. So it's basically, it's got six panels on it. It's got two little squares at the top and then four rectangles. So mm -hmm. two, two, and two. Everyone's got those. Do you know, apparently, those are all date back hundreds of years to when we were a much more religious country. Because if you look at it, and you can't unsee this now, if you look at the top two little squares and the first set of rectangles, in the middle is a cross. It's the cross of Jesus. Ah, and the bottom really? two panels represent an open Bible. Oh, really? Yeah. So you've got the cross ah. and you've got the two open pages. And I've been looking at doors all day going, wow, it's not wrong. I have no idea yeah. if it's true or not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but that, actually that, I've been thinking about that because that's actually done my head in slightly. We're educational. Sure. No one can say we're not that. Yeah. Now, you were just saying about uh, camping there and the, the nightmare that you would find that to be, and I fully agree with you because I, I just can't stand it. Could I just run past the holiday destination for you two boys and just give me your honest reaction as to whether you would go here or whether you would like to go here? Right. Okay? Yeah. You ready yeah. for this? Yeah. yeah. Three, two, one, Chernobyl. <laughs> um... Mm, not so high on my list. I would like to go there, but I wouldn't like to stay for very long. I'd like to drive through it at rapid speed. I'm not sure I want to stop and get a you know, get tent out and have a camp and have a look around at the three-headed yeah. cows or whatever it is there. But I know you yeah. can. Can you, you go can, there? You can. You can book a holiday. I'm uh, not yeah. a holiday. You can book a trip there. You can drive through it and see it and everything, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, you can. And, you know, just the, the, the other half who's sitting to me next to me right now, this is one of her dream destinations, apparently. And uh, she even watched Ben Fogle go there a few weeks ago on the telly and uh, I had to sit through a whole hour of Ben Fogel going to Chernobyl and uh, the, the fascination it is. Uh, anyway, so I've refused to take her. I've done, I'm not going. I don't, I'm sorry, but, you know, there was a reason that there was a nuclear explosion there and you're not taking me into the middle of it, but apparently she's still going to try and harangue me to go. What go she hasn't to told this. you, what she hasn't told you, she isn't going. Yeah. It's a ticket for you, just and you're going. Ticket. <laughs> yeah. one -way it's a one-way ticket for Ian. Um, yeah. No way to get out. Stay there a few months, you'll be fine. Just go to Dungeness, it's far more safe. Oh, okay. And it's got yeah. a little railway that goes through it as well, because yeah. you can go past it. And if it was still around, size well be, maybe, if it was still around. but I think uh, it's still yeah. around. I think it might not be working really? anymore. I don't think, I don't think it disappeared. Yeah. I don't think they just took it apart and took it to the tip. Um, <laughs> chucked, chucked it in the bulky household yeah, waste especially section. now because they have to register their address and everything know, yeah. up, so that's book not an, happening to book an appointment and everything yeah um, exactly. she just whispered armor in my ear or something oh, that's not what she whispered it was something similar to that <laughs> oh okay I'll get it <laughs> um, anyway uh, so anyway so, uh, so Jay I think it's it Fukushima was, it's isn't it Fukushima place yeah, in Japan maybe. after the yeah, okay. oh no that's it we could have got something wrong this week Rich Oh, hang oh, on. Um, I haven't got that. I took that button off this week because I didn't think we needed it last week. So I haven't no, got it. No, we button. need it next week. Right, I have to hang on. Yeah. Let me make a note button for things we got That's wrong. It. Okay. It'll <laughs> be back next wrong, week. Yeah. We'll get the button reinstated. Yeah. If somebody could let us know what the mistake was, that'd be lovely. Thank you. Because we would have forgotten by then. Oh, no, I've written it down. I've written it down. It's fine. <laughs> oh, excellent stuff. So, Jay, you, you're saying that you wouldn't go to Chernobyl, Rich? I'll give that one a miss. No, I'll go through it at speed. I wouldn't want to stay there for any length of time, but I'd be fascinated to see it because it's all abandoned. It's all overgrown, isn't it? It's the nearest you'll get to those documentaries where they say what would happen if man didn't disappeared from Earth overnight. What would happen? So it sort of shows you what happens when people just leave a place. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. 
Probably well, still yeah, more exciting than centre uh, parks for me as well, I think. And cheaper. <laughs> and warmer, but for the, yeah. for the wrong reasons, I think. Leave centre parks alone. Oh, dear. No, we won't. I can't do that. Uh, for our holiday this year, we're going to the rather amusingly named Sandy Balls. Oh, oh nice, yes, eh? I've been there. I've never yeah. been it's there. It's nice. But the kids, just nice find it hilarious. the kids just find it hilarious. <laughs> Sandy balls. Well, yeah. and, for, for, and a very good reason for that, because it is just the best-named holiday park in the UK. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> whoever whoever said, I know, we're coming up for a name with our new campsite. Yes, Sandy Balls. <laughs> like, yeah. Really? But there are two Sandy Balls there, aren't there? That's why it's called Sandy Balls, isn't it? Oh, is it? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I can't remember from what period they're from, but there's these two sort of ancient... Sandy two big ball balls, shapes. ancient yeah, two balls, big, two ancient balls covered in sand, covered in sand. Yes, thank you for that explanation. I don't feel any better informed, Jay. Having no, just told no. me this, it's two like, big it's good balls. There, it's a nice place. That would be good. You enjoy it's, it. It's yeah. almost as if it's designed for ten-year-old boys to sit at school, going, oh, "I'm going to Sandy Balls, Miss. Oh, I can say Sandy Balls in this place." <laughs> we'll enjoy your Sandy Balls. <laughs> I will. I've washed them off, so hopefully they'll be better soon. <laughs> It's more for chafing oh, that sort of thing as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, we're ten again, aren't we? Uh, yeah. So no one's going to Chernobyl apparently on holiday. Um, no, good. I'm going to Sandy Balls. Uh-huh, Sandy Balls. I'm going Jay, to my garden going with the dartboard. You're going yeah, to your it. Your neighbours are coming. <laughs> keep it away from the hot tub. Yeah. I've just thought about that. <laughs> flexible hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> on the right Sorry, side. Water, water the flowers quite nicely. <laughs> You'll see someone flying around Kent in a deflating hot tub. <laughs> oh, t- sorry, hot tubs. Um, I was looking at a couple of TikTok videos. There's a guy on there whose job is to service swimming pools. Oh, yeah. um, and he goes around and he gets some better. And he's doing some hot tubs this week. And he got this hot tub. He opened the oh, it was black water. Oh, it was just black, drink. and he thought, "Oh, I can smell that from here." And he sort of <laughs> he um, he drained it all out, and he was pressure washing it, put acid and everything, and pressure washed it three or four times. It filled up. I thought I still wouldn't be getting in that because yeah. it might be right now, but it was just thick black sludge, and at the bottom were kids' toys. Thinking, "Oh, I don't even want to know what's happened in that hot tub." <laughs> See, yeah, I mean, oh. a friend of mine, them. a friend of mine has got like you know one of these proper hot tubs, like the, the you know the five grand jobbies and stuff. Oh, and yeah. It's all in his garden. Very nice garden it is too. Uh, but he had a, a little bit of a party at the weekend um, between him and his neighbour where they uh, they sort of uh, lifted one of the fence panels and then some heavy drinking took place. Socially distanced, obviously, of course. Uh, but then his wife, uh, Donna, decided that she would um, go into the hot tub with uh, her next-door neighbour's uh, wife and um, then put a load of washing-up liquid and bubble bath in the hot oh, tub. No. His garden was full absolutely full of bubbles and he's still trying to wash the bubbles out of the hot tub oh i'm pretty God. sure you're not meant to do that oh, yeah yeah no that sounds you're not no Ooh. that's not good no yeah black well the black water oh, i was just i'm upset thinking about the black water that was in the um hot tub um now we haven't done an in-depth review of anything at all this week so jason you you're the only one who's got a life and watching new stuff on tv or the internet so what yep. have you been watching yep. this? What have you been watching this week? And was it any good? Should I waste yes. my time watching it or not? Well, okay. So I'm going to do quite a serious um, review because I went a bit highbrow this week. So I watched a film called One Night in Miami, um, and it's uh, on Amazon Prime. Um, it's an Amazon original film, and it's actually been nominated for a few Oscars um, for this year. Um, and it's basically it's a story. Um, it's based on a stage play. 
It's directed by Regina King, who actually herself won an Oscar. It's her, her director, uh, directorial debut. Um, and she actually won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress back in 2019 for, um, I think it was for Bill Street, I think. It, um, the, the, if Bill Street Could Talk, that was it. Um, now, this story, is, it's um, based on a, on a play, as I say, and it's sort of a fictionalised account of a meeting in February 1964 between... Um, four very high-profile individuals but, uh, in, in the US. So Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, obviously goes without saying, um, Jim Brown, who is uh, was a very famous American football player, and Sam Cooke, the singer. Um, and basically, it's just set, in, as, as the title suggests, one night uh, after a fight that um, Muhammad Ali, where he's um, surprisingly beaten Sonny Liston, um, and basically they decide to go off and, and celebrate, uh, and they all go and stay in this motel. And it's sort of, most of it is predominantly set in this motel room. And I, I get probably from this description so far, it's probably not enthralling you and you're thinking, I've got to go out and watch this. But it's a really good film, actually. And it's very much centres on, on um, sort of Malcolm X. It's very close to, because I think Malcolm X actually got assassinated in early 1965. Um, you know, he, he seemed to make quite a few enemies in... Um, because he, he obviously changed uh, to turn to Mus uh, to become a Muslim, and he got um, Muhammad Ali, to, uh, who was Cassius Clay at the time, um, converted to, to be a Muslim as well. But Malcolm X seemed to make a few enemies um, along the line, and you know, and, and eventually got assassinated. And it's about him. He's really talking, you know, closely to Muhammad Ali, but also Sam Cooke, and 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 basically you can see like the passion and that in in Malcolm X where he's trying to get sort of civil rights and push the civil rights movement and basically trying to play off these really f three high profile friends of his to say come on we've got to push this agenda even more now to get you know black rights and things like that and and there's one scene in the film which I, I thought was really really poignant actually where uh, Malcolm X is talking to Sam Cooke and Sam Cooke um, and he plays him the song by Bob Dylan called uh, Blowing in the Wind which is basically a, a you know a song that became associated with civil rights and for and for black rights back in the sixties, and Sam Cook, and Sam Cook's songs all at those time are sort of quite wishy washy love songs and things like that, and Malcolm X sort of said to him, "You should be releasing songs like this. You know, why are you releasing the songs that you're releasing?" And it leads to a big argument and things like that, and it actually then just stirs up in Sam Cook the fact he had been writing a song sort of across those lines, but he just never had released it, um, called "A Change Is Going to Come," and. It, 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 I just found it a really fascinating film. I thought there were some really uh, excellent performances in there. I think um, uh, the, the, the person who plays um, Sam Cooke, um, Leslie Adum, uh, who was actually in Hamilton, which I reviewed a while back, um, plays him brilliantly. He's absolutely fantastic. His singing's great in it as well. Um, and I also thought uh, Kingsley Benadir, who plays Malcolm X, was fantastic as well. I mean, all the performances in it are really, really good. But it's one of those films, it was on for nearly two hours, as I say, most of it is set in this this motel room because, um, as, as, as I say, it was based on a play, and, and you know when you when it's a play, it's all in one location on stage, so it's therefore very similar when you see it in, in uh, filmed. You know that they keep it to one location, but it was one of those films that just whizzed by. It was nearly two hours long, and I really really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a very sort of eye opening uh, film. You know, talking about some of the things, you know, that here we are, how many years ago is this? So this was like 56 years ago, 57 years ago. And yet we're still talking about those sort of topics today. Things don't appear to have moved on massively in certain aspects from from that time. So, yeah, I would recommend it really, really highly. I thought it was a really um, interesting film. You know, it's not one of these action films or anything like that. It's, you're not going to get excited by it. But I thought it was a really good story, really well told. 
Uh, and yeah, it's called One Night in Miami, and it's on Amazon Prime. Is it free on Amazon Prime? Is it? It's free. It is free. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Then. So give it. Give, I would honestly give it if you've got two hours to spare. I would check it out. It's a really interesting film. Sounds it. And there's nothing we can really say that's funny. Really, you know, really, really in depth. I love them. I mean, you know, my reviews obviously, you know, not don't really match up to to his. But you know, I like (laughs) the the storytelling is fantastic. Well, the main difference here is he stays awake for the whole film, unlike us. (laughs) That helps. Five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, there is that. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, that does help. But yeah, this film's been nominated for three Oscars. As I say, Leslie Odom, who's the um, up for best supporting actor for Sam Cooke, um, and also he's up for it best original song as well and the screenplay which was um by the person who actually uh, wrote the stage play as well he's adapted the screenplay um kemp powers i think his name is so yeah honestly it's worth checking it out the film unfortunately is not nominated for best film but it's one of the best films i've seen in a while so yeah i would recommend it actually when are the oscars are they coming up soon yeah, I think they pushed them back, didn't they, to um, June, I think. Oh, is it? Um, I, can, I never... Because they yeah. moved them, and I'm never sure what happens anymore with these. Yeah, I was happens. watching uh, Room 101 with Frank... Um, with Frank um, Skinner. Oh, Skinner, that's the man, that's him, Frank Skinner. <laughs> uh, the, other, the other day, and uh, <laughs> into Room 101 went to Oscar, Oscar nomination or Oscar uh, acceptance speeches. Yeah. Um, for when these people get up and make all these great performances and then start bawling and crying and stuff like that. And it's just like, and it was Giles Brandreth who uh, came up with it. He was like, I would just put these speeches into Room 101 because <laughs> they're just the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Getting up in front of all of your fellow peers and stuff and they're all thinking, well, I wish I could have won. And, and then yeah. sort of bleating on and yeah you can kind of see it can't you so i don't massively yeah. look forward to these award ceremonies i think they're just a little no untouched. i think they're a bit yeah i think they're coming round to it right i think they're opening it up now to more broader you know it's no longer just like the white privileged individuals that always get it you know and, and nominated and stuff like that i think they're opening their eyes a little bit and you see some films in there like borat has been nominated for a couple of awards in there you know the latest borat film so that's it's, it's refreshing to see that Sort of happened, and by the way, it's in April. It's the end of April. Twenty fifth of April um, is when the Oscars are, and it's actually a theatre. Myself, me, and yourself visited Richard in the Dolby Theatre in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, I, do you know what I found that photo of the other week? There's a picture of us outside the front of it. Um, exactly. Can you imagine the speech? Though, can you imagine the speech of Sasha Baron Cohen won an Oscar? Can you imagine <laughs> oh, how that God. would be? That would be hilarious. How many people would he insult? Yeah, exactly. Um, so nearly at the end of the podcast this week, chaps. Nearly there. I was just thinking though, we haven't done a top three for a while. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to propose that next week we do a top three, and this is yep. where I haven't told you about it in advance, but I think we should do the top three animated films. Ooh, good shout. Now, for animated, okay. we can have puppets as well, because both Jay and I will have to have Tim America in there, so we know that's coming, <laughs> so we'll include puppets, but I reckon top three animated films next week. Any year, doesn't Sounds matter. Good. Um, any type of animation, funny, not funny, serious, whatever. Um, so I think next week we'll do the top three animated films. Um, okay. And if anyone listening has any ideas, they can get hold of us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Send us what you think should be in there. And when we're running out of ideas and we haven't done any research, we can take your ideas and claim them as our own. And we'll look as yes. if we've done proper research Brilliant. and everything. Yes, well, well done. Yes, that's all, that's what we like. Cool. So that's us done for episode 42. Thank you for listening. Uh, so say top three animated films next week on the podcast. We will see you then. Have a good week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to 3Go Podcasting. Make sure you never miss an episode by hitting the subscribe button in your podcasting app. 
Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out our website at 3gopodcasting.com. We're back next week. 3 Go Podcasting.